Welcome back. This is the Dr. Bo Show. I'm Dr. Bo Beard, and this will be the cliffhanger episode of My Health Journey, which is number six. Uh, it'll be a cliffhanger because uh, this journey isn't over by a long shot, and there are still things to talk about, but still things to figure out, um, and I'll be updating that as I go through more of my process with uh, Wild Health, which is an online functional medicine uh, team. So I kind of wanted to get, you know, I've jumped around the timeline of my life and I've told the story. It's in uh, my book as well, The Age of Movement of how I broke my leg. And that was maybe a very early life incident that led to me thinking about my career choice. But I want to kind of talk about well, what were the immediate steps leading up to me going to chiropractic school and how each stage of our, uh, each period of life added to my health journey and what I drew from that. So um, I went to undergraduate school at Southern Illinois University, which uh, when my sister went there, which was 10 years before I did, it was rated one of the top 10 party schools in the country by Playboy magazine. Just a, a stat you want every uh, you know, uh, kid of your own to pick a school based on that stat. Uh, it was not quite that way when I was there, but it was still a pretty good time. Uh, so a lot of my college was based around partying, I hate to say it. School was very easy for me. I hate to admit this now, but in undergrad, um, I started out pre-med uh, because my sister worked for, for Novartis, which is a pharmaceutical company. And um, I saw, you know, A, she made good money. It seemed like a very uh, fitting career for me. And, uh, you know, I went and stayed with Alaska and her every summer and kind of just saw what she did. So I was like, hey, I can go pre-med, uh, get the science background, throw uh, some charisma and some sales acumen behind it and you can make a lot of money. Uh, as I started going through that, I was like, I don't know if I want to stay pre-med. So I switched to business and then business school for me was extremely easy. Uh, so I just had a lot of extra time. And in that extra time, obviously it was having a good time, but I got into, uh, you know, kind of a chasing adrenaline, a bit of adrenaline junkie, joined the uh, SIU uh, skydiving team, which was a, there's some crazy stories there, but uh, you know, did some skydiving, uh, was, you know, doing cliff diving and all these, you know, things that a young guy full testosterone is probably going to do, which is not that abnormal. Um, during this time, I also developed a very unhealthy, uh, relationship or love interest with, uh, a girl that I met. Honestly, I think I met her either the first day or the second day that I moved to Carbondale, Illinois. Um, and we didn't start dating until about, I don't know, a year later. Um, and we dated all through undergrad, through cheating on each other, and uh, just very unhealthy, but also not, I don't think, uncommon for college. Uh, but one thing that I did garner from that relationship was uh, she was a recreation major, very into the outdoors, which I was too, but then it drew me further into uh, things like rock climbing, and uh, which I ended up teaching rock climbing at the uh, SIU Rec Center on an indoor climbing wall and did some uh, outdoor uh, top rope climbing and take my friends out and stuff like that. So it got me very much into that and just uh, more into the outdoors overall because that was kind of in her vein. We, we shared that and we did a lot of that stuff uh, to the point where we, you know, we traveled around the country doing some different stuff in Colorado and Alaska and things like that. But it was an unhealthy relationship and that relationship followed me all the way through school and even after school. So I graduated in 2006. Uh, you know, health as a uh, primary concern in undergraduate is not most people, 
in general, is not most people's concern, right? Because you're young, you can bounce back from anything. You may be punishing your liver. You just, you know, you wake up and uh, on Saturday morning and you're just like, whoo, you got to shake that one off. Wasn't a concern because I could just do whatever I wanted. And, you know, you feel like Superman. Go jump off a 70-foot cliff after a, a bender and you'll be doing better. Um, well, I graduated in 2006 and uh, two of my friends, one that I lived with in undergrad, uh, moved to Tampa, Florida. And I kind of didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. If you are familiar with a marketing degree in particular in the early 2000s, it was kind of like good luck uh, figuring out what that means. So I moved to Florida, uh, got my first job with a health insurance brokerage company and hated the job, was doing inside sales. I uh, got much further into rock climbing, went to a rock climbing gym upwards of you know four days a week, uh, was doing a lot of uh, still indulging in, you know, partying, probably taking a toll on my health, even though I wasn't feeling any ramifications because I'm just, again, uh, my resiliency was still extremely high. Um, but there was another relationship thing. Um, my girlfriend and I from undergrad had broken up during this period because she thought I was moving to Alaska and I was not. And she moved to Alaska, um, that split us up geographically and relation relationally. Uh, but during this time, uh, another relationship thing, which if you look at blue zone health, uh, the biggest factor, this is overall, this isn't just blue zones, but the biggest factor for longevity and, uh, uh, a good health span versus just, uh, extended lifespan is actually, uh, upwards of five close friends that are not family members, right? So during this period, one of my, uh, my best friend from high school was kind of floundering, uh, he was a far better athlete than I was, uh, had some back issues in high school, uh, unbeknownst to us, was getting slightly addicted to painkillers, developed a drinking problem uh, before he got out of high school, had two DUIs before he left high school, um, and would have went Division One in football, but because of that, ended up in a Division Three private school, which he quickly failed out of, and uh, was just spiraling, so I offered for him to move down to Florida and stay with me and I would be able to get him a job at my company because I had moved into a, a regional manager position at this point. Um, so he came down and I should have known that this was maybe not a good idea to try to stick this guy, uh, you know, round, uh, round peg in a square hole type deal in an office job because that didn't last at all. And uh, when that, you know, I got him a job, he moved down and we kind of just said, hey, I'll give you a couple months, get on your feet, don't worry about rent and stuff. And then, uh, you know, stuff started going downhill and, you know, there's a lot of stories there, but it got to the point that, uh, you know, our relationship got fractured and, uh, towards, uh, I think I was in Tampa for a year and a half and towards the end, I was basically like, I got to get out of Florida. Like, this is not a good scenario. Like him and I were at odds. Um, lo and behold, the girl I dated in undergrad came back in my life. And she was at this point living in Telluride, Colorado and makes a trip to Florida. Uh, we hook back up and I end up, you know, kind of making this on the fly decision, very whimsical decision in the eyes of my parents. Cause I had a, a fantastic job, especially for less than a year out of school at this, or maybe a little over a year out of school at this point. And they just think, Oh, he, you know, he's going to crush it and, you know, retire at 55 and all this stuff, which is not me at all. So I quit this job. And uh, I pack up my car. I drive back to Illinois. Leave my car there. Uh, moved or 
I drove to Telluride. So drive to Telluride, Colorado and, you know, just basically whatever fit in my car, that's all it took because I needed a change. So again, there's a consistent theme here that again, this doesn't seem like a major health thing to most people, but that relationships, a very, a not great relationship at all through college just kind of followed me. And it honestly made probably my undergraduate time, not what it should have been now that I look back, but again, no regrets, uh, learn lessons. Uh, so I'm going to do a Telluride, uh, a lot of interesting stories there. When I moved there, she, uh, her boyfriend that she was dating was still living in the cabin that I was supposed to be living in. So I had to basically like, uh, bum on a couch until he moved out of the house, which should have been another red flag. But, um, so moving to this cabin in the middle of the woods on a river, which is pretty idyllic. So there's a lot of idyllic scenarios for being in Telluride, Colorado that are overriding my, the, the warning signals going off in my brain of like, don't be doing this with this girl again. Um, so I go to Telluride and end up again, uh, just based on me being a highly motivated person landing, uh, a couple of really good jobs. I was assistant manager for a North Face store and then eventually became the, uh, assistant marketing director for Telluride ski resort. Um, so all things considered and Telluride, uh, Colorado, which is a town of less than 2000, I had a really good job, especially for being a, you know, fresh out of college, uh, kid. And I skied over 120 days that year, which is amazing. Cause skiing was part of my job. I led tours on the mountain and, you know, uh, did these visits with, uh, ski clubs. But during this time I, I had another best friend from my hometown that moved out with me. And there were, uh, my girlfriend, one of her friends and then me and one of my friends rented this house. And it was just unhealthy, all over the place, um, from, you know, uh, partying to the relationships and the relationship started to fracture between her and her friend and not necessarily me and my friend, uh, at the time, but it just became kind of strained overall to the point that, um, more, uh, you know, infidelity within the relationship, uh, on her side, uh, which is a crazy story. She ended up getting hit by a semi head on, um, and you know, there was a lot of just like crazy things that were happening towards, you know, I was there for about a year and, uh, some really crazy stuff went down and, you know, I kind of have a warning signal that like anybody does that eventually goes off to the point that you're just like this, something's got to change. And, uh, I just called my sister who had recently went through a divorce and I, uh, basically just said, Hey, I know you're going through a tough time. I, Again, uh, maybe it seems like there's a pattern of me running away. I'm like, I gotta get out of Florida, I gotta go to Colorado, but I just need a reset. It's like, I'm gonna move to Alaska. And then I've talked about this on previous episodes that moved to Alaska, got a job at a uh, gold assaying and refining firm, and that was a very unhealthy environment overall. And uh, that was the final catalyst was being in that environment to send me to chiropractic school on this path of like, Hey, you've always been interested in this. You've seen the other side. Like I lived the other side to the extreme. I will be the first to admit that I have like pushed the boundaries on, uh, seeking adrenaline and physical danger, uh, you know, drugs and alcohol, nothing ever to an extent that put on uh, me, you know, <laughs> I mean, I've had friends that, you know, went to jail that, uh, you know, became addicted. Uh, the friend, you know, as sad as it is, the friend that I asked or allowed to move in with me in Florida to try to help him out. Um, the last I heard he had, well, this is not the last I heard. He had had a son probably about four years ago. And I got a call one night when I was in a rest restaurant in Washington, DC. And 
Um, he's homeless. Like he was living on the street and was asking me for money. And so I had seen the extreme of this, you know, we're not saying disease health, but unhealthy relationships, unhealthy habits, not respecting what I had. Um, and I just, I literally, I knew that I needed a 180 and, um, it was always in my purview that I needed to go over to this health side of things. So, you know, I made that move. And when I went to chiropractic school, I was kind of a monk for the first year. Like, uh, I was an hour away from my uh, dad's house and every weekend I knew that I didn't want to stick around cause I would just, you know, end up, you know, partying, which nobody goes crazy in chiro school cause it's always, it's a very health conscious group, but I would drive an hour North. My dad lives in the country and spend my weekends, you know, hanging out with my little brother, uh, helping coach football and, you know, playing in the outdoors and riding dirt bikes and things like that. And I did that for the first six months and, uh, lived in an apartment by myself and, you know, it's just running, lifting weights, eating really healthy, going to class. That's all I did. And that's all I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, slowly got integrated with other people, developed some great friendships, ended up getting some roommates, uh, ended up meeting my wife who now I'm in practice with that were both healthcare, healthcare practitioners. So, you know, this path has been paved, but now I find myself, um, possibly and more than likely, uh, maybe paying the price for not paying attention to my health for the better part of, you know, two decades. Uh, even though I say, you know, I was never overweight. I never had a chronic illness. I never had any major injury other than that leg fracture when I was 10 years old. And you're like, well, you're not unhealthy, but health or the lack thereof doesn't have to be a visible or completely debilitating thing to be the worst thing that you could be doing for your health, right? So it's not easy to see on the surface if somebody is in an unhealthy relationship. It's not easy to see on the surface if somebody is, uh, you know, in a risk, uh, like risk seeking behavior and why are they doing those things? And, uh, you know, what are they trying to, uh, pacify or normalize within their life through those behaviors? And that's what I was doing. I was basically just putting myself to the, the burner, right. Um, or testing myself a lot of different ways, both from like how I fit in with, uh, the people around me, how I fit into society overall. And then, you know, what in the heck am I supposed to be doing on this planet? Like, what's my, what's my MO, what's my passion, what's my directive. Um, and I still honestly, I don't, I wouldn't say I struggle with it, but I'm always asking that question of like, what am I ultimately like, why am I here? Not just like, why am I here? What's the meaning of life? Like, why am I here? What is my directive? What am I the best at? What's my gift? What can I share? And I do think that I, I don't think I've hit that fully. Uh, first of all, which is a big reason why I do things like this. So I can explore, talk to other people, have conversations about things that I've had experiences with. Uh, so it opens up doors for others, open up ideas for myself, even, you know, thinking about what I did in the past can change things that I'm going to do in the future. Uh, just as I talk about in the clinic, like we need time to, uh, you know, review, reflect, ruminate, and kind of think like, well, am I in a repeating process of things that are keeping me in a holding pattern or did I have successes in the past that I've fallen away from? Um, and that's kind of where I'm at on the health side of things now is, you know, now I'm in this, uh, phase of life. I'm approaching 40, two years away. I know it doesn't look like it, right? Uh, approaching 40, uh, health is paramount because it's what I'm preaching every day. I want to be able to push my body as hard as I can. And I would say, I was just about ready to say, I would, I want to push my body as hard and as long as I can 
I'm not in the same uh, mindset of this longevity game that I'm here to, you know, I've called it plastic wrap health. I'm not here to live as long as I can. I don't want to die tomorrow and I don't want to be riddled with chronic disease in the last 20 years of life, but I don't want to, you know, uh, as the idiom would say, I may, I'm that guy that wants to slide into home base, you know, all torn up body used as it should be, because I think that's why we're here. Like this is a, your body is a vessel to accomplish tasks and it's not something to be maintained pristine. It's also not something to be uh, disrespected and not cared for. So, you know, if you have a, an off-road truck, if you don't take it off-road and every once in a while, like, well, why'd you buy it in the first place? Uh, so use your body for what it's meant to uh, be used for. And the only person that can define that use is you. Uh, so like I said, this is going to be a cliffhanger episode that, uh, you know, I have more data to talk about in terms of what's going on with my health, uh, some of the things that are changing within our family. Uh, so I'm going to do an update a little further out. I've done these six episodes over the course of the last few months. Uh, I have a follow-up with Wild Health, which we're going to explore some more blood work, look at uh, some changes I've made, changes that those are possibly going to have on lab markers and how I'm feeling and symptomatology and things like that. And just kind of, be, uh, you know, dropping things in on this My Health journey. And that's the whole purpose of it being a journey is there's no destination here. I'm not, there is the no ability to get to pristine health because as soon as you get there, you have to maintain it, right? So it's a continual journey. Um, and I do realize that this seems like a narcissistic act of talking about myself uh, on a lot of this stuff, but I want people to realize that the only reason I'm talking about my life is that if somebody has been in a similar scenario, can glean something from my mistakes or uh, you know things that I've done uh, that <laughs> I possibly shouldn't have or that I should have known better or I didn't know any better and now I do that, you know, maybe you don't have to walk down that same path to learn the same lesson. Well, then I've kind of done my job. So if you ever have any questions about, uh, you know, health in general, uh, let me know because one of the other big announcements here at the farm, which is the practice that I run here in Birmingham is in addition to the chiropractic and rehabilitation services that we offer, we're going to be starting a functional health care uh, side of things. So we have our health coach, Shannon Speakman, and uh, me heading up as the, the physician overseeing and then hopefully bringing on a nurse practitioner, or physician's assistant down the road, or possibly even an MD uh, to take on uh, a functional health care model because we're seeing a major need for it in Birmingham. We have some great funk med docs, uh, but there's just not enough. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can service as, as many people as we can. However, that's going to look because that's still in developmental phases. But that is coming and uh, yeah, I'm excited to kind of announce that. So be on the lookout, that'll be uh, through the farm. And uh, as always, you can, just like this video, you can find me on YouTube, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram, at Dr. Bo Beard. And I, as always, appreciate you watching and I'll see you next time.